Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix, and it's lights out, and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my key, key, key. Another episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I'm your host, Mahad, and we're here to review the USGP. I'm joined by my brother Kwame. It's been a while. We're gonna be doing a two-man pod today. How you doing? I'm good, brother, man. It's good, man. It's been a while since I've done a two-man pod, you know. I think last year, you know. It was me and you again. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah again. Yeah, come on, man. The last one I did one was Devries and Zhao. So you know, hey. But now it's good to be back, man. I've been going more places than everyone good um this past month. Um but yeah, man, it's, it's it's good to be finally back on the pod, man. I've missed it, man. I've, I've missed it. I can't lie. Yeah, man, don't want to jump on the pod when Lewis Hamilton gets disqualified. You know, have you noticed? I don't blame, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> I the pain is too much, man. The pain is too much, man. Yes, uh, uh, man. Uh, but listen, we're here to discuss the uh, US Grand Prix Sprint Race Weekend in Austin, Texas. Uh, Shouts to Quick Stop. They were out there in person. Did a live show out there. Sold out. Congratulations. Um, but before we get started, please follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Twitter. Please follow us on Pitstop Fracker on TikTok and Instagram. We're there. 
and show us some support and love. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe and leave a comment. We always like to hear your comments and hear your views on the video. And if you are listening on Spotify and Apple or any other podcast platforms that you get your podcasts from, please give us a review, give us a little comment, give us a little review, all that kind of stuff. Five stars as always. But first, we're going to talk about quality. Quality on the Friday. Not Charles Leclerc poll. Like, it's not looking good for his stat record because he's not converting them, but... Is that, uh, when it when it comes to one lap pace, he's, he's up there, he's up there. And this qualifying session, bar obviously Max Verstappen getting his lap deleted by track limits, four four drivers, four different teams within a tenth. What do you, what did you think of that whole quality uh, breakdown? And do you think these new regs are bringing people closer together for quality? Because after all, like this year, quality's been better than ever. Yeah, no, I agree, mad man. Like this quality, like I said, four drivers. You know, you've got four different teams up up there as well now. You've got Red Bull, you've got McLaren, you've got Mercedes and Ferrari, all fighting it out. And, you know, hey, Leclerc, I, I look forward for him because um, I saw a stat now where he's got the most amount of poles of our championship or something along them lines. So it's, it's looking a bit... Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about Leclerc later um, on um, in this uh, episode. But, um, yeah, quality was very close. I was surprised, you know, um, obviously Max was... He had a very good lap. Uh, unfortunately, he got his lap time got deleted by um, track limits, which was a uh, another reoccurring uh, theme um, in this quality. But I feel like again, the Reds has definitely brought the grid close together. Um, it's not just the front of the grid, but also in the midfield as well. Um, you're seeing teams now like um, again, even Avatari fighting up. Um, Yuki got P11, Daniel Carlos hand got deleted, but he was close there. Um, and even it's weird, even with the upgrades, uh, like like Has. It was good, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The time spread throughout the whole grid for quality, it's really close. It's not. We're talking about from first to maybe 15th, we're talking about 1.2 seconds. So, and the top 10, they're all between, they're all within half a second. So, quality's getting there. And a lot of te- different variations of teams in there as well. Esteban Ocon, Gasly had a really, really good qualifying, seventh and eighth. First time they got them guys got into Q2, both, Q3, both of them. And just look at that Charles Leclerc, Norris, Hamilton. Uh, outstanding performances from all of them, like really maximizing that. I think a lot of cars, a lot of teams have managed to get an understanding of what they need to do over one lap and get yeah, that car set up. Obviously, you could say that Red Bull have kind of compromised this up for the quality for races and they've done that quite a lot this season where when the quality is close or they have lost pole it's because they've tried to set themselves up for the race instead and it's actually worked out as the case for this one but yeah Charles Leclerc man another performance I I, I would would you say he's the best qualifier from Lord? Oh Oh Good. I'll say so. You know. I feel like his his one lap pace is is a strong attribute out of all the um, top six, top seven drivers that we say here on the pod. And um, countless of time again, he does get the job done on a Saturday or Friday in this case. So Max's uh, quality is not a strong point. Um, don't get me George's one strong point is his qualifying, but he uh, t- today wasn't his day. Um, yeah, I see the club definitely up there. I see Leclerc's definitely up there in terms of um, best qualifiers in the grid. Definitely the one that paces elite for sure. 
yeah, he, he took advantage of that. And obviously, with the sprint weekend, they've got sprint quality as well. Um, just sprint races in general. I don't know what to say anymore, man. Kwame, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss now. I'm not really understanding why we're doing this. We've had six. We're going to have six this year. We've still got Brazil coming up. Sprint races don't work. For me, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking like an old head. Maybe I'm an old head. I am an old head, but I feel like it's manufactured excitement, and I'm not down for it. I'm not down for it. Saturday don't matter. No, mm. I do not care. And also, it's like a mini preview of what's going to happen in the race anyway. The second we saw the race sprint race, we knew Ferrari's dead dead in the water on Sunday. We lost the element of surprise that Charles Leclerc was not going to convert that pole position because we saw a sprint race of where they looked dead in the water. So my question to you is, can this continue? If they start ramping this up to 10 races a year, what's the purpose of this? Like, I, I, me personally, I've rattled my brain for a year and it's since, since 2021, and I don't understand why we can carry on with this. I, I don't know what was more disappointing. Aston Martin's qualifying attempt on, on the Friday, or, or or that um sprint like it, it was awful it, it was just so bad and i think the issue is with sprint races is like I said, yes it is manufactured but i feel like they're not putting on the right tracks for it like don't get me wrong i'm not a fan of the sprint just give me the good old you know practice on the friday you know because i don't be rushing home from work you know okay cool there's other times those are here but for us in, in the uk i don't be rushing back from work you know 7 p.m trying to look oh crap qualified it just it's just not it it's just not it and then also like the saturday doesn't mean anything the teams themselves they pretty much see the sprint now as they pretty much see the sprint as a qualified um practice session um you've seen teams like uh, mercedes and ferrari they're basically planning out their long runs drivers are not pushing as well because they don't want to risk you know getting crashed out on the um on the saturday for the sunday so it's kind of uh, it just goes against the what like it works well in the in the lower formulas, in my opinion, but it doesn't work well in in in, in Formula One. The sprint races in F two and F three for a reason. The sprint races in F two and F three for a reason because these guys need track time to improve their craft. We're talking about the best twenty drivers in the world. We don't need a sprint race. They don't need a sprint race for extra points. At least switch up and do reverse grid like F two F three. Like, you've got to switch this up. If you're going to carry on with it and assist with it, because me personally, what you're doing is taking away from the setting up of the car and making the car and the Grand Prix the best as possible, right? These teams have a practice session for a reason, to set up the car so it's perfect. We saw teams like Aston Martin say, we had a stinker on quality, that's it, our race is done. We didn't even get practice because the brakes were dusted. So our weekend is done, we're using that as a testing session. We've got teams starting from the pit lane just so they can get the setup right. Because they got it wrong because they didn't have enough time. Red Bull had to compromise their setup. We've got Ferrari and Mercedes getting a driver disqualified because they messed up the setup. You see how the knock-on effects of having a sprint race and lessening the practice time has on these teams. Why go into park firming? I don't understand any of this. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you want to increase, what we need to do is we need to build up to the spectacle of the Grand Prix on Sunday, right? So what you need to do is build up the jeopardy for that, right? You have to say, okay, instead of having three practice sessions, you get one hour and a half. 
and then you go straight into quality in a race. Yeah, you get hour and a half on a Saturday morning practice or Friday. You get quality on a Saturday and you get the Grand Prix on Sunday. Then there's the element of unknown. People are trying to analyze the practice data. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I'm trying to get some race pace data and so on. You're losing that element of drivers getting time to do what they need to do and teams getting the time to do what they need to do in terms of setup and the anticipation of the Grand Prix because you have to make the Grand Prix the, the star of the show. It's the Sunday, right? If I already see the race on Saturday, what do I care about Sunday for, right? Yeah, more points are on the line, but it's going to be the same movie played out. This cannot carry on. This cannot carry on with these sprint races. You can't do this. I know it's a spectacle for people that go there because they get an extra bang for their buck. When we went to uh, Bahrain, we could have saw another race if it was a sprint race, sprint weekend on a Saturday. So you're feeling like, oh, I've got my money's worth here, yeah? But for the collective who are watching this worldwide, it compromises Sunday's race. And it's stupid. I just find it funny how they were trying to, you know, the whole thing about spin races was to, you know, appease fans, to get more fans into, you know, make the show bigger of a spectacle or whatnot. But in, re in reality, they've actually taken away from the spectacle on the Sunday. Because now you've got an extra, you've basically got the preview. You've got the trailer of the movie. You've got the spoiler. It literally is a spoiler because from there we, we, we saw, you know, like I said, Ferrari, uh, the long ones are going to be dusted. We saw that, okay, cool. We're both going to just, Max, even though he qualified P, um, P6, he's going to just catch up with the field and he's just going to fly away. We, we, we kind of saw the, what's going to happen on Sunday. So it's always a surprise. It's always the you know, excitement for the fans. And you know, and the track as well that Kota is, it doesn't work well for its being format. Brazil, okay, cool. I, I can get it with Sao Paulo, but with Interlagos, um, just the way the, the track is. But with, with Kota, yeah, I'm, I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm not here for it. If they're going they're to do... They're mad at the sprint race in Spa. These men are criminals. They're in the sprint race in Imola. We can't overtake anyway. Well, I, don't, I don't understand what the purpose of any of this is. Like, we knew on Saturday what the order was. We knew that Ferrari, uh, Red Bull was the fastest. We knew that Mercedes was second and McLaren were third. Then we got McLaren and Mercedes on the front row and people are acting Pikachu shocked. Oh my God, they didn't win the race. Well, of course, we saw the race from before. What are you talking about? We saw this already. I don't understand why people are doing this element of surprise. Literally, the only bit of excitement in that race, in the real race, was that Max Stappen had brake problems. That's the only jeopardy that caused. If he had no problems, like how he did on Saturday, he would have won on a canter. It doesn't matter if he finishes six or not. He would have just cooked anyway. So this, this is just manufactured entertainment. You might as well put sprinklers on the track. You might as well do indoor racing and put sprinklers on the track and do that. You, you, or do reverse grid or put them all in go-karts and tell them go around and record it. Do something different. The sprint race is not popping. It's four junior categories so they can learn how to do Grand Prix racing properly. The, the, the funny thing about the sprinklers is that the best sprint races have been in the wet, have been in the wet conditions. Yeah, when it was what Spa. Spa, yeah, that's been the best one this year, in my opinion. I don't know if they need to get hose out or something, but I'm not for these sprint races. I don't know you guys in the comments, people that are listening to us. Let us know if you're for sprint races. 
this is not it for me, mate. This at least give me one shot quality. Do me something different. One shot quality, do something. Jeopardize and put more points on the line. Say points are like from one to fifteen, so people are worth it. If I'm a back marker, why am I in a sprint race? What do I care? Facts are nothing as well because you see these men how obviously now sprint is just top eight. So you can see the back markers team, they're not going to push as much because it'll, it'll make more sense if, let's say, the back markers, your Williams, your Hasses, your Alpha Mayos, if they saw something in line, they'll push. Uh, we've seen that before in the season with um, Hulkenberg, you know, him just on the field, you know, to get points in the uh, spin race. But in this situation, the top A was already done. So you're not going to have your team try to do Kamikaze dashes to get points online. Because there's no, there's no, there's no point. It's only top eight, and it's, it's what a small amount of points. Just, you could just lose points. That's the issue. The, the I, I, Oscar good. Piastri going backwards because the tires were cold. But guess what? Because there was no tires left, you had to use the old tires from practice. This is what happens. I saw one argument though. They were saying that um, possibly that um, they should that they should think of doing um, allowing pit stops in spin races. But then again, that goes against the whole point of spin race. But I saw the argument of like, why are you pitting? Exactly. Unless you're saying mandatory pit to a different compound. <sighs> Boy, they're clutching us towards and it. Then, but then you've got to extend the race. You can't do 19 laps. You might as well do 28 or something. Now you're going to a feature race. <laughs> then it's just an F1, F2 feature race. Yeah. I don't understand any of this. I mean, I, I know the drivers don't like it. I know they don't. Max was up and despises it. It's so pointless. I used to lose the interview. So that guy did not know, not know where he finished his race. He didn't know, no, he did not, he did not care. The guy finished like nine seconds ahead. We already knew the preview of that. Once Max qualified P1, like, then these men don't even know how, how much points they get for sprint races. They don't care. So why should we care as fans? The minute Carly, I want you arrested immediately. I've had enough of this shit. It's pissing me off. Just get rid of these sprint races immediately, man. Because you can't continue to do this. And I'm going to say this. If I'm on a Brazil pod as well, I'll say the same thing. I don't care if Brazil had bangers. Well, a sprint race because uh, Lewis Hamilton did, recovered a couple of places. He was in a rocket ship. He was in a rocket ship and he recovered to what? Fifth or whatever. I, bro, I don't I don't care. I don't care. Get rid of these races. This is artificial racing, man. Same way I'm old school. I say get rid of DRS. Get rid of the sprint races as well. I've had enough, man. At the end of the day, it's just it's just sickening. So that's my say. Uh, let's move on to, to the actual race itself. Even though we saw the preview, winner Max Verstappen, Hamilton second, Charles Leclerc third. Uh, Mercedes, interesting race today. Interesting race in uh, Qatar. Uh, don't particularly understand the strategy they went on. It was kind of halfway between a one-stopper and a two-stopper. They seem to be like, it's like an improv class in terms of mm. their strategy. They just... They don't really commit to anything beforehand because you could tell quite quickly that Red Bull are doing a two-stopper. They committed to it quite early. They probably had that in their plan from Friday that they're going to do a two-stopper. McLaren used all their medium tyres and used no hard tyres in practice. So they already committed to do a medium-hard hard. They already committed to doing a two-topper in that race, but they kind of left themselves open just to see what the deck was like on the hearts. But Mercedes, what's the, what, what, what is their plan, Kwame? I feel like their plan was just to react, was just react to what Red Bull and um, McLaren were doing. Because if you look at the um, at the pistol rounds, they were always behind um, Red Bull, McLaren. So I felt like 
it's it's kind of dumb because we all know Cody is, is, is a two stop is a two stop place. One stop, you're going to be like uh, Daniel Rick. Three stops, you're not going to get. It's not going to be fast enough. So two stop is the optimal um, tie strategy here in in Kota. I felt like because they saw Max fly ahead, um, Lando was ahead um, at the pistol points in, in in the race. I feel like Mercedes thought, oh, let's try be different. Let's try do something that they're not doing, but that's that's not going to work. And it didn't make any sense because they were faster than the McLaren, so they didn't they need to do anything alternative to them. And then with the Red Bulls again, like we said towards the end, Max they probably know, but Max was having issues with, with, with um, braking, and also. Lewis was lapping fast, so it, it just didn't make sense on what they were doing. I thought they were just playing catch up the, the whole race. And again, it's another day, another Mercedes strategy. How long? I don't think they react to what they did. I don't think they react to other teams. I think what was happening was Red Bull and McLaren are reacting to each other, and Mercedes is just doing their own thing and seeing what hanging out there and see what's happening. I generally don't believe they understand what's going on in the race. Because you've you've kind of committed to go long, but you're gonna do a long two stopper. There's no such thing as a long two stopper. I don't understand. You just do the you pit near the same time as the Red Bulls and the McLaren. Like, yes, first stint when Lando Norris was on mediums, you was lapping at a similar place. So you're thinking, oh, what we're we gonna do here, we need to get an advantage here. Yeah. The second Lando Norris put them hards on, and they were they the plan for McLaren was. We're going to go medium hard. Let me see what the hards are like. Nobody's driven the hards in a race condition. The hards ended up being shit. So at the beginning of the stint, McLaren were like, oh, we're going with our battles with Verstappen. Then they realized the hards are shit. So they boxed really early, but they only had hards left because they had no mediums left, right? So then they realized, oh, our race is with uh, Hamilton. Yeah. By then, Hamilton was how many seconds back? Way back. It didn't need to be like that. You would have been ahead of Norris. If you just did a conventional strategy, you didn't need to do the whole, oh, yeah, hammer time, Lewis, inshallah, whatever. You didn't need to do any of that if you could simply just do the mirror strategy and do pit stops correctly. They did neither. And the pit stops, we've been saying it while, man. Why? Stinkers, man. I think they, they, they must be worse than uh, Aftari, that pit stops. And uh, that... They're not good. You've not been good at pit stops since 2021. This is unacceptable. You're in a race condition. People keep on telling me that it doesn't matter. We just need to make the car faster. This is the margins. If you have a car that's similar, you lose the race if you can't do pit stops. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Kwame, you, this is this is important stuff, man. This is it's important stuff. Like, this is the fundamentals of racing. Yeah. Like, so right. what was your what was your thoughts on Mercedes' performance today? Uh, the, in, in USA, in terms of strategy and pit stops. Yeah, the strategy and pit stops were, were, were joking. So it's what let them down. Um, they could have actually been in contention for like Lewis had the pace. Um, I'm not going to talk about his teammate because 
he had an obviously incredible race, but Lewis himself was in contention for um he had the pace to be up there with Max, but the strategy of the team just, just let them down. They they didn't have any plan of strategy. Um again the going long it, it made no sense because like going along two stop, but like it, it it didn't make sense. It, it didn't because again Max came early first time, Lando came in early first time. You should be going around where they were, but you instead pitting along with science and Perez, but they were on the longer, harder strategy. So you were pitting, you weren't pitting with your teammates, basically. You're pitting with the guys behind you. The correlation just, it just did not, just did not make sense. And, um, I, you know what? I'm actually glad that everyone is starting to, to, to smoke the coffee now with these, man. I'm finally, I'm, I'm glad that everyone's starting to, to realize that, you know, their, their strategy team is moving a bit for Gazi. The pit stops again has been an issue for again, as I said, 2021. You've been having teams, no Webber would have been good at pit stops to be fair with them, but you've had you've had your teams like Williams even, um, who even in the back market days were doing fast pit stops any. And um, we've always I've always thought that again, if a team like Williams, good pit stops, if they fix up their car, then they can be up to grid. And now you've seen the progress with um Albonica. But um Ah, just, 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 just awful, man. Just, just awful. Mercedes has never done a sub two second pit stop, ever. Do you know how crazy that is? Boy, I'm laughing on three seconds, three seconds, three seconds, man. This, this shit counts. Uh, if, you, if McLaren's doing a two second pit stop and you do a three point six, what's gonna happen? You're going to lose time. It's maths. What, w- what are you doing? Why are you, you can't do Lewis and Inshallah. You do not have a car advantage. That fact, like you can rely doing that when championship years when you've got the fastest car, but now when you're fighting with Red Bull and McLaren and Ferrari, now you can't be doing just Lewis and go with Lewis, inshallah. You can't be doing it. And like Formula One is tenths, it's thousands, it's not, it's not seconds, <laughs> like two, three seconds. That's costing you a race win, that's costing you championships. How, how much, how much, did, uh, how much did Lewis Hamilton lose by? <sighs> I haven't got but let me just check this out because this is scary hours, lads. This is scary hours. So oh yeah, great. Yeah, two seconds, two point two five two point two two five seconds. So he lost maybe I'll say about maybe two, three seconds in the pits, and then he yeah. lost lost some time doing the lock up when he locked up. And then he lost some time with strategies just hanging out there on slower tires for no reason. That's a good two laps for both. So about four I think he lost about I think he lost about seven seconds overall out of his own control. Yeah. You, That's the win. Do you not understand? Obviously, we got transpired later on. Another thing that's not his fault. That's the win gone due to incompetency. I need people to realize what's going on here. Because it's stinking eyes. And people that say, yeah, Mercedes, eight constructors in a row, duh, 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 duh. that's looking fugazi by the hour. It's looking like Lewis, inshallah, and it's looking like car advantage. It's not looking like anything else right now. Because operationally, teams are dunking on your head. The second McLaren got a decent car, they do everything better than you. Lot. How does that even make sense? We've been in the mud, and they're doing stuff already better than you. Lot. Red Bull already do everything better than you. This is 20... You can't live off past glory. This is 20... We are 
five what five races left in 2023. Yeah, five we races. We are two left. seasons into a four season regulation, and you ain't figured it out. You might as well look at 2026. It's done. If this keeps going. And operationally, even if you do get a car, you can't go to Toyota. You can't go to Toyota Red Bull right now. You're gonna have to fix this. These are fundamentals, man. Hannah Schmidt and them, man. That pit crew, that brother with the dread shouts to you. You them man are gonna dunk on your head. Cause these lot are breathing heavy when it comes to pit stops. And you can't do this, man. If they were in the title battle with bloody Alpine, they'd be losing at pit stops. Do you know how crazy this is? Do better. And let's talk about Total Wolf right now because what did he say today? Autosport magazine. Our mindset for the last 12 years is we don't need to be world champions in pit stop. What are you talking about? As a leader of an organisation, the people that, a person that's the boss of these pit crews, you cannot say that to your employees. I can't say, I can't own a restaurant and be like, you know what? We make sales, but we're shit at chips. We, we don't make our, our chips are shit. Fuck it, we don't care. People still buy our food. What are you talking about? Strive for excellence and then let it go, creep, drip down to your organization. You cannot say that as a leader. You can in any context. I don't care if it's out of context. You cannot say that as a leader. And you, and now only now they're saying, oh, we're going to try to work on the pit stops. What was you doing this whole time? Because you said you'll say to me that you're trying to sort out the car, but it's been nearly two seasons now. You ain't sorted out the car. Two seasons into a regular doing. You're two years behind. It's over. I've said this already. Mercedes are not winning the championship. They have to look at 2026. It's done. Unless something miracle, miracle happens where Red Bull fall off and you create the greatest rocket ship ever next year. And I doubt that because it's James Allison. Because we've seen this with Donnie already. It's looking like scary hours. Hamilton, he must be thinking why have I signed this contract? George Russell, we won't ever speak about it. Yeah. People will say that oh, Mercedes look rapid, yeah, because Kwame, people say Mercedes look rapid because of the upgrade, right? They had a new floor. Yeah, new upgrade, yeah, this week, yeah, yeah. Then we hear, then we see George Russell's performance. What's your thoughts on Russell? Yeah, 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 very bad race. Still to now, I don't know what the, I don't know if, the, I, I don't, I don't know if there's an issue with the car. I'm trying to give him a bit of a doubt. Doesn't look like it. But his pace this weekend was just off. Like he just fell off the cliff. Like his qualifying was 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 poor again. Respect to Hamilton, and then you know this race he was fighting like pet. He's fighting running like with Perez, and he's getting stuck behind it. It, it was just he could he could overtake Charles Leclerc now. That dead tires on a one stop. No, he could, it was looking poor, man. He's looking, and even like Charles himself was the same guy, you know, who had to have team um, orders to let um. Science through. Um, science through his teammate through. He even to be fair with Charles, even um Perez only got him towards the end, and Perez was laughing fast at him throughout. But that's another guy we have to, we will get on to. Yeah, but, we'll um, talk about Perez. Don't worry about that. Yeah, George, it's just a bad race. Like, like Lewis, I get okay. Lewis, his team sh- shagged him. You know, once his team shagged him, the strategy, you know, he could have won. He could, yeah. Lewis is not he could have done, but with George, like he could have, you know, done way more, much more better than his team. Wasn't really doing anything against him to for him to fail. That makes sense. Like his, his was his own doing. This race, uh, I keep it frank. If the upgrade is working, how you think it is, and it's transforming, what happened to Charles? What happened to George Russell? Because what 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 upgrade should do, i.e., let's say for example, 
when the upgrade was put on Oscar Piastri's car, straight away he was top three. He was a, nearly got a podium for Sylvia Austin. You're supposed to raise the the floor, not the ceiling. You're supposed to raise the ceiling, but you're also supposed to raise the floor. Yeah? And raising that raising that floor of the performance is obviously the weaker driver who is George Russell. George Russell did not perform. Lewis Hamilton was driving out of his mind. That's what that's what that performance was. This isn't no uh this is a new dawn, this is a new age, whatever. This is just Lewis Hamilton driving out of his mind, Max Stappen having brake problems, Lando Norris uh, and McLaren having deg issues with their tyres, and Mercedes taking advantage of that. And in those moments, that's where you need to perform in terms of strategy and pit stops, because that's where the people in front of you are lacking and you can eat them alive and get that win. And they decided not to do that. They failed at what Red Bull has been doing for years when they used to get the odd win in there against Mercedes. They failed to do that. And it's a big problem. I won't let people sweep this under the rug. It's a very, very, very big problem. Let, and no, another thing, another failure. We're actually going to talk about this right now because after all of that, after all of that that you made your driver do, fumble the win, whatever, you go ahead and get the guy disqualified. Yeah? So maybe that performance, that advantage Hamilton had over Russell was due to you got riding the car too low. Yeah. Tell me about this disqualification. For, for our listeners, Charles Leclerc and uh, Lewis Hamilton disqualified uh, for the planks. I think it had too much uh, wear. These are that as some inspection at the end of the race. So they, did, they obviously did always do a random sample, the FIA, and they sampled Max Stappen's car, Landon Norris's car, Charles Leclerc, and Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc failed. Therefore, they were disqualified. What's your thoughts on the disqualification? Do you think it's fair? Do you think it was the correct decision? Uh, are you in agreement with the process? So, I mean, sadly, the rules are the rules, isn't it? And, um, you know, as, as, as harsh as that sounds, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, you've, you've got um, technical, you know, um, measurements that you meant to um, fit in with your... Um, so, like, like my had said, basically, at the end of every race, they measure... Um, the plank underneath the car, um, and uh, and that is done um, just to you know make sure that you know um, everyone's running fairly in the team. Uh, teams are running fairly that you know that the cars are running to the same level because um, there are certain advantages they can get if the car is lower to the ground. Um, and unfortunately for um, Hamilton and Claire, um I mean the team said it's just due to wear and tear. Um, um, yeah, well, sort of the F1 side, the FI side, they were saying there's more down due to the change of the ride tight allegedly during the park Fermi, which we talked about um just recently um with the sprints. But um sadly the, yeah, the game's a game. I mean, again, the teams they didn't really put much of a fight, they were like, is what they kind of yell. We saw the pictures of the Ferrari engineers and the Mercedes engineers um when they got done. Um, but it's a big shock because that obviously came in the middle of the night as well. Um, there were certain rumors that came out, but and also I feel like with the um, how they pick it, hey, it's low key a bit sus that it was Hamilton, Leclerc, Stephen Norris, but um, at the same time, the reason they do each of the teams is because um, they, it can have to be fair in the sense of you get a sample of one driver from each team, and then you have a look at that way, you'll take too much time to get everyone's car, and um, not all cars are the same. I saw some people say, why did you not get two? Not all cars are the same, so yes. Even though Hampton got done, George Renes will be done. But I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. 
This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's, it's, it's peak, you know, but the game's a game. I would, I would say if I sampled four, cars and two of them failed i would have to check their teammates at least at the very minimum you'd have to check signs and russell just basic due diligence but this is the fia so what do we spend due diligence for but at the end of the day like this is another reason why sprint races are shit because how are you getting ride heights fucked up because you don't have enough time in practice and therefore the whole weekend was wasted if you get disqualified that charles leclerc poll is not legal because he's riding at illegal height. Yeah, yes or no, Kwame? I don't know why nobody's talking about this. I, I think I'm the only person that's talking about it. He was not I'm riding at illegal height. Yeah, it's not because, yeah, yeah. So I don't understand how he keeps the pole. He doesn't keep the pole. He shouldn't keep the pole. If Max gets his time deleted because of uh, track limits and he loses pole, how does the person that has a, an illegal ride height that couldn't not participate in the race, he got kicked out of the race, how can he be allowed but... Uh, Max is it. He should be disqualified from qualifying as well. But at the end of the day, no, these are the basics, man. These are the basics. People people are saying this is targeted. What are you fucking talking about? This is this is this is normal stuff. You lot, the whole thing about flexi floors was Mercedes fault anyway. How, how can they be a target? Total fucked up Mercedes Ferrari. By getting a new t- a technical regulation in because they thought the floor was fixing and the scraping of the plank and the wearing of the plank. You should have then complained about, oh, yeah, why was he disqualified? He was disqualified because the team fucked up. There's nothing to do with Lewis Hamilton. The team fucked up. Leclerc fucked uh, The team fucked up. Ferrari fucked up. Ferrari, they had man outside the steward's room with a vaping. They were cooked from the start. They were cooked from the start. Look at the people that they sent, Mercedes. They, uh. He was cooked from the start. You weren't going to win that conversation. I heard Mercedes went in there and said, you know what, fair play. How is that your how is that your defense? Oh yeah, fair play, you're right. What? Uh, and the thing this. is that the measurements are there as well in the rule book. Like we, we count the rule book being, you know, it not being clear, but the measurements are, are there. I'm not I'm not a mathematician, so I'm not gonna bother to read it, but it was like 10 centimeters to where it's 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 in broad daylight. So uh again, there's no excuses here with, with them, honestly. Like yeah. It's the same with it's the same with uh, Aston Martin, what? In uh, Hungary, 2021, with the fuel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to, t- had to strip seven of the podium. This is just how yeah, it is, Yeah, man. yeah, same thing. Yeah, strip it, yeah. And this happens every race. Every race, there's always, there's always these pressures of the car. They always do it to, you know, make sure it's in the rule book and it's, you know, it's not having any infringement. So this ain't no targeted thing at uh, Lewis Ocular. They just got caught. They just got, they just got caught lacking. In the simple terms, they just got caught lacking. And they have to get back in blood the next five um, races. Definitely. Um, we'll move on now. Landon Norris. Um, talk to me about his performance. He led the race, cooked uh, Leclerc at the start, led the race on the first stint and the halfway through the second stint. Mm. To me, it was clear that he didn't have the pace there in the car, but yeah, just talk me through his performance and uh, 
his, his weekend so far, his weekend overall, and uh, kind of address what certain people in Bit Stop Track have been saying in terms of the uh, yeah. win. Because uh, our account is getting fried right now. And you think, uh, how do I say it? Um, public service announcement. If you, yeah, use your brain when you read the account. Don't, don't you know, tie us all into the same book, please. You know, it, it's it's sometimes it's satire, sometimes it's not. Lanand had had a fantastic uh, weekend, to be fair. Like, I don't think he did anything wrong. I mean, he had a great start over to Leclerc right at the beginning. There's nothing, that's all you can do. Um, he got into first place. Um, he had a very good first stint. I mean, yes, he had Max and Lewis. Luckily for him, Max and Lewis, who was next competitors, um, dropped off at the start. Um, so that gave him some more breathing room. But again, he he, he was flying on, on their mediums um, on the first stint. Um, and then obviously he Max decided to pin early in you know, lap 17. And then Lando pinned the next lap onto the, uh, onto the mediums again. But after that, yeah, it, 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 he did roll. And then obviously Max caught up with him again by around lap 29. And then by that point, because I think by that point, Lando locked up. I remember to the corner. And that's how Max got him. And um, after that, he tried to overtake him. I mean, Lando did his job trying to, um, you know, um, trying to um, defend Max. But it wasn't enough. I, I, I was joking on my account as well when I was saying <laughs> the guy off cheeks. And like, no, he, he did his job. Um, and... Um, which we met go past, and after that, it was kind of, of an upper battle from there. It was, I say, upper battle from there. Um, again, Lewis was catching fast from the second stint, got him again, and then he just held his own from there. He got the, he got the podium finish, luckily for him, due to disqualifying, got up to P2 from P3. He, 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 you know, had a good race, in my opinion. Yeah, had, had a good race. Um, I mean, McLaren could be proud of you know his race, um, especially you know, what happened with um, Oscar and the First couple of laps with Ocon and George, him getting tangled, you know, he pulled up points home. Yeah, look, what's that? Four podiums in a row now? Yeah. What you can say is bloody consistent. If he gets a fast car and he's uh, anywhere near the front, he's always on the podium now. So uh, he's delivering with what the with the machinery that he's got. Real issues of the slow speed corners because of the car and the characteristics, which is probably going to get remedied. Uh, when we get a new chassis next year, but yeah, to me it was a good performance. He maximised the result, man. His third slash fourth fastest car, size was catching him at the end. So yeah. the, the the pace difference between McLaren and Ferrari was not, wasn't that big, but just he was able to get into clean air. That start was crucial, getting in front of uh, Leclerc and managed to see what was going on with that and managed actually managed the race, managed the gap as well. Managed the gap, baby. Not that people were closing him down, especially Hamilton. It was not like he was closing him down crazy in the first thing. Then once he got put on them hard tires, that car, it was a bit, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a gamble to say, oh yeah, we're gonna do medium hard hard, considering we had no idea what the pace was gonna be on the hard. The the pace on the hards was horrific. The deck on the hards were horrific. The second he saw Max behind him, he said, they literally said to him, oh let's box the race is over. Your race is not with uh, happening. It's with Hamilton. So he maximised what he could, obviously, lock up here and there, not too good, but it's just the characteristic of this car. We, we, I never, me walking into that weekend, I never expected a podium. I thought it was, I was thinking top five, maybe, just because of the way the track's laid out. But yeah, I think it was a good performance. I think he's a, he's a top performer right now in Formula One, for sure. Yeah, for sure. When Definitely you consider what... We're going to have the Lando Norris-George conversation soon because 
George was in a car that was capable to go toe to toe with him. Where was he? Because Landon, the, the, uh, Lewis Hamilton was going toe to toe with Hamilton, but where was Russell, the person that's supposed to be better? In machine, it's not like they, he wasn't in machinery that could go toe to toe with him. He just wasn't there. So I ask you again, people out there that hang on to this Brazil win and say, yeah, because he's got a Brazil win, he's better than Lando Norris. Where was he in the USGP? Uh, Where was George Russell? Lando Norris has got more career podiums than uh, George Russell. Which is kind of scary considering Lando Norris was in a bloody Fanta box. He was a a Fanatin. Not (laughs) Fanatin. Don't know. Jaffa cake. Oh, no. Sound orange. He was not in a good car last year and this year. You've got one podium this year, George Russell, Mr. Russell. You've got one. Oscar Piastri's got more podiums than George Russell. Let's have that discussion Ooh. rather than an Andrew Norris discussion. Yeah? I'm talking to you, Chris. You get me? But uh, moving on from Landon Norris, somebody that is performing to somebody that isn't performing. Paris, where do we go from here, man? This was opportunity. I heard he was in the simulator three days. <laughs> and he's like, he's never in the simulator. He's in the simulator three days. What's going on with this guy, man? He got cooked. Both races. Both quality sessions. Is he? Is his time over? If, if people are saying that he's not going to start 2024. I believe he's going to start 2024. What do you think? I, I, I think he will start in 2024. Don't get me wrong, but I think the ball the ball. And if he's let's say if you know McLaren or Mercedes or for someone has a half this um competitive car, and let's say you know if it's Max against Nicola or Max against Hamilton or Max against George or Nanda, whoever, and um Perez is not there for the first five or so races, I can see them switching up straight away. Because I feel like now they're starting to get to the point I can, I can see them they're starting these patients with. And it's it, it's it's peak because you know it, uh, it's 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 nature of the beast. He, he he's not cooking up to the pressure. You know, it, it, it's cute. You know, at the beginning when you know you've got the rocket, they still got the rocket ship. But when you are out of the front, your P one, your P two, you know, remember he's meant to be in the tower battle this year as well with uh, Max. Remember, um, at the beginning of the season, uh, I'm on the computer, so you know, uh, 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 um, tire challenge, but now as the cars you know are starting to get more competitive, upgrades are kicking in, you're dropping off the pace and you're not there with your teammate. And you'll get to a point where once we're able to see you know the constructor championship is getting a bit more tight, but look at the money, look at the coin, and be like, ah, we need a second guy to step in. And again, we know Apple, they've got history of this of having you know low patience, your, your time will soon come. And you know they've got Danny Ricardo. They're they're trying to pop up for the second seat. I don't think it's a guy that should be for that seat, but you know they're, they're probably looking socials. You know we need to bring the old school back, always old school rebel back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and also peeping with um, Perez, he hasn't got the causing contract allegedly where he can go down to Warsaw as well. So he needs to step up. He needs to step up, man. And I don't know if it's again we talked about this before. I don't know if it's the pressure or what, but he's just not. Doing it. It's, it's cute doing your curry drives from P9 to P5 or whatever, but you need to be you need to be fine for the opponent's bubble. His situation is un- irredeemable in terms of driving. But I think 
He's a shrewd businessman. He's got a good agent. These guys, their contracts solid. And I think right now, Red Bull in a situation where they're like, fuck, why have we signed a driver outside the Red Bull program that we can't really control and send wherever we want? We have to pay this guy a significant amount of money. So let's just let this contract run down. So the compensation is less and less and less. So obviously, if you kick him out now, you're going to have to pay a full year of 2024. But if you kick him out halfway through next year, then you probably have to only pay him out half a year compensation. So they're just letting this contract run down slowly and but surely. And then when it gets to an adequate figure that they feel like they can negotiate with Sergio Perez, he's probably even got an exit clause to get fired. This, this, is, not, this is not some junior driver that doesn't know what he's doing. He probably gets a bonus for getting fired. So this is a business decision. This has got nothing to do with Formula 1. Or, oh, yeah, he, he's going to lost the team points. Because right now they've wrapped up both constructors and the driver's title. People are saying, oh, yeah, he, he's got an ultimatum to finish P2. They don't care. They didn't care last year, did they? They did not care. They've got they've wrapped up constructors and drivers. That's what they need. That's where the money's at. So their plan is right now is just let's see this contract out. That's what they can do. And Sergio Perez is probably going to get another contract from another team. He's not going to retire. That jow seat is waiting for him. He'd be at Alfa Romeo. So, Audi. Or Audi or Sauber. See, so he'll, he'll fall himself into another situation. I don't let this situation perpetuate. Say, perpetuate. Why did I forget to speak? Why did I forget perpetuate. Perpetuate, perpetuate the notion that Perez is absolutely dog shit. But it's not. You're going on. Max Verstappen will make you look dog shit. We've seen it before. He made Gasly look dog shit. He made Albon look dog shit. And here we are. I won't be surprised if he goes to another team and actually improves and make good, it looks good again. But this, this chapter's closed real soon. And it's just it's just a matter of time and finances. And they're glad they read uh, Ricardo. And, Ricardo signed a death row contract with these lot. He's like, yeah, I'll do whatever I want. I'll do whatever you guys want. He's like, let me back. He's like, let me in. He he's their he don't older, he don't care, man. he's their older, experienced Red Bull Academy driver. That's what they've got. So if he's he to could have things out, they'll just dash him. This is where we're at at the moment. But Sergio Perez got more race wins than Charles Leclerc. Got a lot of shitload of podiums. He done what he needed to do, man. Help the team. He was hired to help Max Verstappen win championships. There we are. He's done his job. That's the bottom line of it. Whatever anybody says, that's his job. He's done his job. You don't have a fantasy of oh yeah, the second driver and the first driver need to be close to each other. Blah blah. blah. Then you are crying about George, uh, George, uh, George, and Howard. You can't have it both ways. So. Red Bull quite clear about what kind of relationship they want between the first driver and the second driver. If this season was a situation where it was closer, then it would be a compromise to have somebody like Perez in the seat because he's not performing as the way, like let's say, for example, your Mercedes or your McLaren or your Ferraris. If, if they were in a straight toe-to-toe battle, it might get techie. But then again, it didn't get techie last year, did it? When they were doing the toe-to-toe battle with Leclerc and Zayn. So it swings around about us. But moving on from Perez... We'll talk about this guy, Mr. 50 wins. Max Verstappen. How do we describe this performance this weekend of Max Verstappen, man? Well, um, I think we'll witness somebody that's becoming he is one of the greats. We're witnessing his yeah. 
I mean, statistically, you know, he, he is up there. You know, um, it's just what now, um, Prost and then Vettel and then Hamilton, uh, Schumacher as well. So, um, so Vettel's three wins away. He's three that wins away. gonna hit that crack away. Yeah, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, so statistically, he's up there. Um, three world championship boy. It, uh, you want the superlatives to give him, you know, 50 wins, you know, we had the prediction um, in our, uh, in the Pistol Factor 3 chat. I, I never would have thought it would be 50, 50 wins this season. I, I never would have thought it. And um, doing the style he's done this year as well. It's been very typical of Max, you know, this year, you know, just dominated the field. Uh, it's been very dominant. Even as well when he, you know, qualified poorly, you know, B6, you know, delete, um laps, he still, he still did the goods. And um, I think that's what matters at the end of the day, just, you know, even on your, I don't say worst days, but even on your days where you have your struggles, let's say you've, you've got a wide party, you did it. Um, so, yeah, I've got, yeah, I've got to give kudos to him. Even though you're bakish as well, he's still brought it home. So, yeah, I can't hate on him today. He he's got well. alien consistency, man. Yeah. He's an alien. I don't think I've ever seen a driver this consistent. This is insane behavior, man, what he's on. He's a robot, man. He's a robot, this guy. I said it. Remember, I said it to you. I said this guy's winning five titles. You said it, you said it, man. You said I five, said this when he had no titles. I said this guy's getting five titles. Yeah. He's breaking all the records. This is what's happening, man. This guy keeps driving till he's 30. He's, he's, every record's wrapped up. Unless you do a Samson getting some rocket ship out of nowhere. Every every title, every record's getting wrapped up in terms of wins and poles and all this shit. Maybe not poles. Because he still needs to work on it. Paul is but yeah, his wins in, in possibly championships and podiums, yeah. This was this weekend was one of his best drives. Up there with Miami, up there with Japan. This is up there. Faultless. It was very controlled. And, he, yeah, and at the end, he had the break issues. And he had high deg. Yeah, he, he was on hards as well as with Lando Norris. Them, mm-hmm. them times are shit. He said it after. He said, that, I don't even know how... Nor- he, him and Norris were talking about how shit those hards are. Them hard times are horrific. And he still managed to eke it over the line and get a sprint race win as well on top of that. That's just happening, everybody, man. An all-time great, man. This guy's going down the top three all-time. We're witnessing history. We need to appreciate it. That's what I'm saying, in it? Other people on the pod might not say this. I'm saying this. But I've been quite consistent about saying that. Um, before we go, driver of the day. Um... Yeah, I'll give it to Lewis, man, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to stick with, um, yeah, we'll give it to Lewis. Um, again, I feel like, you know, his team trying to screw him over, you know, he got it into P2. Yes, he got his qualified no forward zone. I feel like he, um, apart from Max, was, you know, the, the, the best driver in the group. So I'll go, go, go give it to Lewis. I'm giving it to Pierre Gasly. I think he did a good job. You must be thinking, my hands giving a prop to an Alpha. Alpha driver. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. I think he did well, man. No, he did well. Obviously, obviously, two cars got disqualified, but yeah. ran well into the points, performed well, performed well, well all weekend, man. I think he, he had a steady weekend. He had a weekend where... He's getting way more comfortable in, in the Alpine. And for those that said Ocon's going to wash him, they're looking scary right now. Hey, I'm, not names, in that, I'm not saying no names, man. I'm not saying no names, but they said they said they said Gasly couldn't go toe to toe with him. 
I think Gasly coming in first year into a brand new car, brand new team, he's doing a very, 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 very good job. He's been, yeah, that just weekend, very consistent, very consistent weekend, like, uh, again, good qualifying, um, good, good racing, you know. Again, yes, he wasn't fighting with that, you know, that, you know, top seven of the, of the, of the track, but he, that wasn't his job. That wasn't his job. His job, you know, was to just be in the midfield, be steady, and he got the points on him. Um, so you know, again, yeah, he had a good weekend off concert, off off good weekend out of the So, yeah, definitely, you know, leave your pick 100%. Uh, Latifi Award. Oh, oh, I'm gonna give it to uh, Mark Strategies today. Um, I'm gonna give it to, to, to them man. and then the pick group, just, just that whole, you know, yeah, just uh, awful. I'm giving it to Ferrari because you put a pole sitter on one stopper. You thought it was a good idea. How do you have somebody on pole? Let's break this down because people that see me as a Ferrari hater or a Leclerc hater or whatever, I feel so sorry for Leclerc. How are you on pole and you end up behind your teammate who was way behind you? He was fuming and I don't blame him. Do you see the radio? Then you are on right. pole and then you get team orders and you're it. He was fuming. About your teammate. And it's not even your fault. You was faster than him, but you just didn't get the opportunity because you never got to put two tires on. The, the thing with that strategy two I don't get is usually like a strategy like that, they'll give it to the slow driver. So the driver he's behind. So again, one stop in code doesn't make sense. But if they're gonna do it, you do it to science and then you let him wild the hard and let him, you know, long it out and hopefully he will start pad his way up the field. And then you put the color on the foot on the fourth strategy. But they did the opposite. Are they doing? Are they doing that thing where they're saying the person that's leading in the championship between them is the lead driver? Because Ferrari well, love to do that shit. But the gap wasn't even that big, though. That's the thing. And they're and they're the not gap's big now. Well, now it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, when the race happened, the gap wasn't that big, and they're not fighting for anything. If they're fighting for um, cool. if they were fighting for the title, I get it. But what fighting the constructors really? You 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 ask the mind. Come on, man. Like. Uh, I, I feel I sorry remember. for I feel sorry for Leclerc on this one because now that's gonna be ignored in the midst of the season, and then people are gonna look back in history and say, "Yo, what? He lost the science two seasons in the no, two two seasons out of three. Two seasons, yeah. Because right now the gap is twenty points. It's done. There's five races left. Leclerc has to do a miracle, and Charles uh, Sainz has to have a stinker for him to finish above Sainz. But I don't think it's gonna happen. And Lando Norris has now overtaken Charles Leclerc, yeah. which is insane. Insane. If you told me, if you told me six months ago that Lando Norris would be ahead of Charles Leclerc in the standings, I would have laughed in your face. This is this is mirroring, it's foreshadowing 2021 when he got beat by both by Norris and uh, Sainz on the last day, in the last race of the season. But yeah, Latifi Award for Ferrari, absolute stinker strategy. Horrific, horrific, horrific. But yeah, that, that ends the pod today. A uh, bit of a short one. We'll be back for the triple header, the second part of the triple header, which is Mexico next week. Um, please follow us on all socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Please like, subscribe, put a comment. And uh, if you're listening on any audio platform, Please give this a nice five-star review. We'll be back next week with the Mexican Grand Prix review. Peace.
Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my key, key, key. Sports Social Podcast Network.